You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Everybody say this with me. This year. This year. Is my best year ever. You believe in that? Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. You know what I love about... Oh, by the way, those of you who are... You know, I can see some some people standing. They don't have any chairs. Could we just give them a big hand? Thank you so much for bearing with us. There are actually seats at the 8 o'clock session and I'm, I'm inviting all, as some of you just to bump up your schedule, wake up a little bit earlier, come, come early in the morning, you know, be fresh, wake up, receive the word, and then you're free for the entire day. So hope you can, some of you can bump up to the 8 o'clock session because we've got some seats there. What I love about this series, ask me what? You know, we're talking about courage. This is the first time I think, I mean, we've been doing the feast for years now, but I think this is the first series ever where we only have one foundational Bible story. God asking Abraham to offer his own son Isaac as a sacrifice. One Bible story for four talks. I love it because we can really unpack the story and we can really dissect and and get one message per Sunday. And and this is the message for this Sunday that God wants to set you free. And that, you know, if you really, really think about it, the ultimate measure of your entire human existence, ask me what? Spiritual growth. It's not financial growth. It's not uh, uh, material, it's, it's not fin- physical, it's spiritual growth. That's, that's, that's what life is all about. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as your... It's spiritual growth. That's the goal. But to be able to grow spiritually, there's a key. One important key. Ask me what again? Letting go of your attachments. One of the keys of spiritual growth is, everybody say this with me, letting go. What is an Isaac? An Isaac, I'm going to review what Tony said. It's an attachment to something that will give you fragile peace. And your whole existence, your whole human life is a series, everybody say series, of letting go. Of attachments. You're going to find that out as you're younger in the Lord and then you grow in closer to God. God will ask you again and again, let go, let go, let go of this attachment. Okay, you're done with that. Let go of this other attachment. You're done with that? Fine, wonderful. Next month, God will say, okay, let go of this one. Next year, God will say, you, you've let go of that, of that, of that, of that. This time, you have to let go of this one. Am I making sense to you? That's what your spiritual growth will look like. Now, why is letting go important? Ask me why again. There was an anthropologist, he went to Africa, he was studying a tribe that captured monkeys in a very, very specific way. They would get a coconut. I don't know if you read about this, it's a very, very popular story. That they would get a coconut, and then they will put the hole in the coconut. And then what they would do to capture um, monkeys is they would get a banana, and then they will put the banana 
inside the hole. And when they put the banana inside the hole, the hole is small and big enough for the hand of the monkey to effortlessly grab the banana from the inside. But here's the trick. The, the hole is small to the point that if the hand of the monkey is holding the banana, he won't be able to pull out his hand. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? And so it's pretty easy to capture a small monkey dragging behind him a heavy coconut. It does not hit his monkey brain that all he has to do is let go and he'll be free. But no, he wants the banana. And he will not let go of the banana. And he gets captured. My dear friend, this is the story of our lives. We are so attached to something and we get caught. We get caught into all sorts of misery, all sorts of troubles because we do not want to let go of our Isaac. I want you to elbow somebody beside you, break his ribcage and tell that person, do not be like a monkey. Because that's the story of our lives. We're so attached to this person. This person is actually bad for you, but you're attached. Or you're attached to a particular bad habit, and it, man, it's destructive. It's destroying you, but you're attached. And, and you don't want to let go. You know what? Ask me what? Sometimes your Isaac is not bad. Sometimes your Isaac it's a good thing. It really is a good thing. Some of your Isaacs are bad, okay? Destructive habits, resentment, pride, stubbornness, a bad relationship. Some of them are bad. Tell somebody beside you, let go. And it's pretty obvious, like it's pretty an abusive boyfriend. Somebody who neglects you, takes you for granted, but I love him. 99 of your 100 friends are telling you, get rid of that jerk. I can't. <laughs> Sometimes it's so obvious that you have to get rid of that person, get rid of that bad habit, get rid of that resentment and unforgiveness, that pride. It's so obvious and we need to let go. But sometimes, everybody say sometimes, it's not very obvious because the ice act is actually good. It's actually good. But you're so attached to this good thing that you are expecting from this good thing. I hope you're listening. Everybody say, I'm listening. You're expecting from this good thing a thing that only God can give you. Actually, that relationship that you have is very good. But you're attached to it to the point that God is no longer number one in your life. That job is actually a good thing. That money is actually a good thing. But you're depending on that money, on that person, on that relationship, on that job, instead of depending on God. Now all these good things, they give you peace. But it's fragile peace. And that's why you're always on shaky ground. That relationship that you have, good person, good relationship. But guess what? A day will come, that person will not be there. 
That person might change. That person might die. And what will happen to you if that person is an attachment? I hope you're listening to me. There are two ways by which we let go. How many? Number one is through choice. Everybody say choice. Number two is by circumstance. Say circumstance. The first is by choice. When actually God says to you, let go. Let go. You know, this is my 40th year of walking with the Lord. I came to know Jesus when I was 12. I'm, I'm, I'm now 52. It's 40 years. Crazy. Absol I know, I know. I, I, I look 39, but... but <laughs> 13 years old. I was 13. My attachment was TV. I was a TV addict. I was a walking Google for TV. My sisters want to know what's showing, what, when, what channel. <laughs> Ask me. I was 13. My sister would say, Bo, what's showing at 7.30 Friday evening, Channel 7? Without batting an eyelash, Little House in the Prairie, Michael Landon, Melissa Sue Anderson, and Melissa Gilbert. 98% of the room are like, what's that? <laughs> Sorry, Jurassic world okay that, that's that's a that's a long long time ago and 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 i that, that was me i, I love tv i watch tv every day many hours a day and then when i was 13 years old i really felt god telling me bo can you give up that attachment <gasps> okay <gasps> okay <gasps> 13 year old kid that was not normal but I did. I actually gave it up. And when I gave it up, all of a sudden I woke up one day and I felt, wow, I've got so many R's in the day. And I started using those R's to, you know, serve God in ministry, to read the Bible, and so many R's. So that was my first ever Isaac I ever gave to God. I was 13 years old. You know, and I had so many other Isaacs as the years went by. I remember when I was 20 years old, I had a girlfriend. But... There was this nagging feeling in me, nagging sense that we were not good for each other and that we were not growing in the Lord together. And I felt God tell me, give her up. And we broke up. And then for five years, I had no girlfriend. None. And, and I have focused on my growth, focused on my development, focused on my expansion. It was beautiful. And when I was 25 years old, five years later, I felt it was ripe to have a new relationship. Like, like, you know, five years given to the Lord. Yay! So, 25, found a girl, matched my criteria, courted her, you know, gave her mushy love songs and chocolate. And after three months of courting her, she told me the five words that every suitor dreads to hear can we just be friends <laughs> not only that she added five more words it's not you it's me now of course you know when i think about it i say you know i mean think, think i mean the, who would reject me huh but anyway, 
I'm just kidding. I was devastated. And I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, you know, five years ago I gave up my girlfriend. I was thinking you would reward me a bit. <laughs> like reward me now after five years. And God says, no, you know. And so, six more years, no girlfriend. So 11 years in all. And I want to thank God, like looking back, I want to thank God that that girl said no. You know why? Because 11 years later, Maru became my girlfriend. The best thing that ever happened to me. And yes, God will reward you when you give up your Isaac, but He will reward you according to His way, not your way. Make sense? And then, fast forward, got married, had kids, had little babies. I was 35, 34, 35 years old. Gave up another Isaac. Here's my Isaac. want you to know this. I love my work. You put me in a cafe. You put a computer, a laptop in front of me, and the screen is empty. I go wild. My craft is imagination. And when I write something, a book, a talk, whatever, it, I'm in paradise. I'm, I'm in a different world. I love my work. And then, little human beings will come up to me, grab my leg, grab my fingers from the keyboard, and say, Daddy, can you play with me? And he'll pull me. Like, pull. You know what? I really felt this. God spoke to my heart. God said, Bo, spend time with your boys. And for, for some of you, like, maybe it's easy for you. But when you love your work the way I love my work, like, like I watch, it's, it's almost like a drug for me. Like when I'm writing, it's like, man, I've, I've got adrenaline and I've, there, there's so much dopamine in my body and oxytocin. Those are natural hormones, by the way. I'm not shooting anything. But, but just when I'm writing, it's just... Boom! Wow, fantastic! Daddy, can you play with me? Wait, wait, wait! Okay. And I sit down on the floor and we play Pokemon. <laughs> R after R after R every day, every week, every month, spending time with my boys. My eldest son is 18. My second son is 13 years old. I look at both of them now. They're following Jesus. They love Jesus. And I say, all those R's spent on the floor playing with Pokemon and them, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. And I want to say that to you. You know, when you follow God, God's going to tell you, give up your Isaac. And sometimes Isaac is a good thing. It is. But God is saying, no, there's something more important. That's why I'm asking you to give it up. And now, I just spent, I just spent five, you know, now my kids are, are older and they don't need, need me as much. <laughs> they, they don't come up to me anymore. Daddy, can you play with me? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, they don't. <laughs> Daddy, go, go. <laughs> I do spend time with them. I still, I still have weekly dates and, and gorgeous. But the past five days, for example, all I did was write. You know, I, I, in fact, I, 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 went, I, went, I, went to, I went to another city and just blocked everything and wrote. 
So, so there are seasons in your life when God says, okay, here's your Isaac back. Make sense? And then when I was 45, after investing, after growing my little business, I had some money already, I realized something. It's very different to be generous when you have no money and to be generous when you have money. Like for years, I was poor, but I was generous. I would give more than my tithes, you know? What's 10%? No, I want to give more. Even if you have no money, even if I don't have money, even if I have very little money, I'll still give. I loved it. But then when I was 45, all, all, you know, this whole thing that I'm teaching you guys, how to invest, man, it works. At a certain point, boom! <laughs> money explodes. It's like, whoa! After, after 15 years of investing, it, 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 it did grow. Whoa, thank you, Lord. And then God speaks to my heart, give more. Huh? I'm giving more already, Lord. No, 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 give more. What? I don't know any person who gives more than me. Hello? Give more. That was painful. But you know what? Did it. Gave it. And you just can't imagine the overflowing peace that comes into your life. When you give your Isaac and tell God, that he's the most important possession and treasure that you have in your heart. It blows your mind. So sometimes God gives you a choice. Let go. Letting go by choice. Sometimes it's letting go by circumstance. You have no choice. Life takes it away from you. Three ways. When you lose a property, have you ever lost material things through, through a, I don't know, a fire, flood, calamity, someone steals from you, a scam? Raise your hand. Have you ever lost something? You forgot something in the cab, your cell phone? That happened to me 33 times. <laughs> and every time you lose something materially, God is calling you to grow spiritually. Every time. Every time you lose something materially. Remember that. It's an opportunity to grow spiritually. To let go and make God your treasure. Am I making sense? I bring people to the Holy Land once a year. My pilgrims... They're an amazing bunch of people. Love them. But if there's one thing that I see among almost all of them, is that they've got these huge luggages for a 10-day, 12-day trip. Huge bags. It's like, I want to ask them, my gosh, your bag is so big. What's there? Your piano? <laughs> your ref? <laughs> big bag. But there was this one woman who joined my pilgrimage and she was different from all the rest. While everyone else had this incredible, massive bag, she, was, she had this carry-on. She did not check in. She, all she, she had was this little itsy-bitsy bag. And people around her, all the other pilgrims were like, how do you do that? No, no big bag? And she said, no, none. She smiled, and when they insist and ask her, 
Tell me, tell me, what happened? Why, 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 why do you live like this? And she, she, she will tell her story. She said, many years ago, I was living in Marikina. And there was a big storm. And there was a big flood. And it was a flash flood. And I almost died. Thankfully, I climbed the roof of my house. I sat on the roof of my house for eight long hours under the rain. And at that moment, she said, when I realized that every material thing I had was lost, destroyed, and now under 23 feet of water, at that moment, I had this most amazing spiritual experience. I realized I really had only one treasure, and his name was Jesus. And it was okay. At that moment, sitting in the roof of my house, witnessing the destruction of everything I possessed, I let go. And I said, Lord, thank you for giving me life. Thank you for giving me breath. I'm still alive. And I have you. And I'm happy. It was a beautiful experience for her. And there are times in your life, my dear friends, when God will allow the loss of property only so that you can realize that Jesus will be your only treasure. And that is spiritual growth. That, my dear friends, is freedom. It is amazing when you are not attached. The key is to appreciate them, but not to be attached to them. Amen? Very important. Number two, when we lose persons, everybody say persons. When your loved one betrays you, cheats on you, when a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife abandons you for someone else, very painful. Are you listening to me? Very painful. And you know, it doesn't have to be someone sinning against you. It could just be the course of human existence. My boys, they're teenagers now. A day will come, my wife and I are getting ready for it, when we will have to let go of them. Because they'll get married. And they'll have families of... You, you got what I'm saying? Letting go is a natural course of your human life. It is normal. It is natural. You've got to learn to let go. Even death. I lost my sister last year from cancer. All of us were not ready, but we... Let go. Death will come. A woman came up to me after one feast, weeping. She told me, May tampoco kay Lord. I'm angry at God. I was asking God to extend the life of my mom. But no, He took her away. She was weeping and weeping and I prayed for her and I gave her a hug and... After that, I said, how old was your mom? 
You know what her answer was? 84. And a part of me said, 84? But then it struck me. This is the stark reality of life. You're never ready. Whether your loved one is 84 or 44 or 24, it does not matter. We want them, our loved ones, to be with us forever until our last own breath exists. Well, we, we, want, we want them there. But no, life is a series of letting go. We, we want our mothers to, to live with us. We want them to, 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 to be alive until they're 136. But no, a point comes when we let go. You should, you and I, you should master the art and the skill of letting go. And you will have more peace in your life. Your inner peace must never come from any human being. It must never come from any possession. It must only come from the Prince of Peace. That's the message. So, you will lose properties, you will lose persons, you, you might even lose po po positions. So I say positions. And sometimes that's painful. You get bypassed in the office. You're supposed to get the promotion and then some new, new kid gets it and they promote him. Ouch! You don't get that job. Or, or you, 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 had, you had this nice title. You had ni this nice title a few years back. Then you had to retire. And then you go back to that office and they don't even recognize you. Ouch! Sometimes it's as simple as this. Can, we, can I share you one last story? This is a very shallow, very simple story, but I'll share it anyway. It's, uh, I was, years ago, I was in a mall. I was going to go to the bookstore. It was pretty late. Before I entered the bookstore, like, like I, was, I, was, I was already walking in. The security guard, probably in a bad mood, I don't know, wearing shades, made his unsmiling face even more menacing. Like, like I, was, I was about to step in the bookstore and he puts himself right in front of me, not smiling, not speaking a word and, and, and doing this. Like, like to my face. It's like he could have said, Sir, sorry, closing time. He could have said that, right? With a smile. No. But, and... I'm embarrassed to say this, but want you to know, I, I, you know what was the, the dialogue in my brain? I wanted to say, do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm, I was there and I said, hello, you know, what's, what's wrong with you? What's your problem? Man, you know, why are you so rude? Hello, I'm a best-selling author. <laughs> my books are in that bookstore. I am a personal friend of the owner of the bookstore. Nane Kuring and me, like this. I, I, I wanted to say that. I really did. I, was, I felt insulted. I felt 
But you know what? I was there. Thanks be to God for the Holy Spirit. You know, Holy Spirit, wonderful. Thanks be to God. That was that was my reaction inside. Turned around. I turned around, and then I I, I got my heart and and all my, you know, the 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 the, the feelings of annoyance, the irritation. I just lifted it all up to God. I felt God smiling at me. I really did. And I felt God tell me, Bo, let go of your attachment to VIP treatment. <laughs> because, you know, everywhere I go, like, like people, oh, it's Brother Bo, please come in. Oh, it's Brother Bo. And then this guard comes and shoves his hand at my, at my face. And it was beautiful when, when I said, okay, Lord, I'm letting go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I let go. You know, I shouldn't be attached to anything. I really should not be attached to anything but you. And when I did that, my heart was flooded with beautiful peace. And I'd like to invite you to stand up with me. I'm going to ask Audie to lead a prayer with you. Because it's time to let go. You're like that monkey. You're, 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 you're inside this thing. Your hand is there. Let go. Let go. What are you holding on to right now that God is asking you to give up? Think about it for a few seconds. What is that one thing or maybe it could be a few things that you're trying to hold on to right now? God is asking you to let it go. Give it to Him. What is that one thing? Could be a relationship. God is asking you to give up. Could be an addiction. God is asking you to give up. Could be a habit. An unforgiveness. An unbelief. What is it? Together in the presence of Jesus, we're going to surrender that thing let it go so that we can hang on to the only one that really matters to Jesus are you ready to surrender that thing in your life can I invite you to stretch your hands out as a symbol of your surrender I want you to close your eyes and then I want you to think about and imagine that whatever it is that you need to surrender to Jesus, you're doing it right now at the feet of His cross. You're laying it down, leaving it behind, and then you're walking away. Knowing that Jesus is already in full control. He's already taking charge. Let go. You don't need it anymore. Let go. Let go of that attachment. Let it go. Heavenly Father, we believe in your power. We believe that you said whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. And so we believe in your power to set us free. 
And in your mighty presence right now, Jesus, we surrender the very things that we have been so attached to all our life, thinking that it will make us happy, thinking that it will satisfy us, thinking that it will give us joy. But we realize in this moment that only you can give us joy. And so we open our hands, letting go of the things that we thought would give us joy and then we reach out into the heavens to receive you our true joy our true prize our true portion break every chain break every every shackle break every prison door that has trapped us that has prevented us that has kept us from living the life that you have called us to live we surrender to you everything oh God Give us forever peace, forever peace, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts.